It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. Peter Dowdle, our resident gardener, joining us. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Patricia. How are you? I'm very well, and you're, you're very welcome. Let's get straight into a lot of questions coming in. One listener wants to know, why is only one of my plum trees producing fruit? One is an opal and the other is a Victoria. And I'd say it's Victoria that is producing the fruit because Victoria is self-fertile. I'm guessing because uh, uh, Victoria is self-fertile, so she'd fruit all on its own. Opal, I'd have to, to I'd have to double check to be sure, but I think opal needs a pollinator, another one, to to pollinate it. I'm 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 kind of guessing on that because I'm going from memory that I think Vic, I know Victoria is self fertile, so she she should fruit away all on her own. So I'm guessing that's the one that is fruiting, and I think from memory that opal needs a pollinating partner. I could stand corrected on that, but I think it does, and I think that's probably the reason. If it's a mature one that has fruited in the past and just suddenly isn't now, uh, well, then I would suggest maybe give it some what we call restorative pruning during the winter months and then feed it uh, with a good good sulphate of potash into the spring in kind of March, early April, and see if that helps. But if it's a new tree and it hasn't produced fruit, you need to plant another one. You would, yeah, yeah. well... If it depends, it, you know what? It depends how old it is, Trish. If it's brand new, it might just be taking a year or two to settle in. But if it's, let's say, there five or six years and it's still not fruiting yet, we need something else then that isn't Victoria okay. or Opal uh, to, to pollinate it. Okay, good afternoon. A question for Peter, please. Is this the right time of the year to dig up daffodils to separate them? And then can I plant them straight away again? Yes, you can. It's a short answer. Yeah, I mean, you could you could lift them any time after the foliage dies back, which could be June, June or July. But you're, yeah, you're certainly not too late to do it. And it is bulb planting time now, but kind of only just. I know they've been available in supermarkets and garden centres since kind of August, but that's far too early to plant them. Really want to only start uh, dividing and planting your bulbs now because you need that dip in temperature so that the bulbs know it's the winter time. Like we, we've been 16, 17 degrees mm. up to the last few days. Uh, so bulbs are growing. So we don't want that. We don't want them to start growing yet, really. We want to get them into the ground, plug them into the soil, if you like, for the winter months. And then when temperatures start to, to increase on the other side of winter, uh, that they'll, they'll start growing. So now is, you're only just entering the bulb time now, really. OK, somebody's a problem with uh, Japanese knotweed. God help them. What do you suggest spraying them with and when? I'm not going to suggest spraying them with anything because there are legal implications, unfortunately, to, to Japanese knotweed. 
if it's on your property so I'd, I don't want any fella saying oh your man on the radio told yeah. me to do this and I'd be fine so I, I'm afraid if you have Japanese knotweed on your property on your garden uh, ring ring one of the, the companies there's only a few companies licensed to deal with it uh, and get them to, to give you a plan of campaign uh, and the reason I say that is not just to protect myself but also to protect the person who's calling because uh, you could land yourself believe it or not in quite hot water uh, if you do the wrong thing um, so if you have Japanese knotweed on your property and you're aware of it and it spreads into another property well then believe it or not you're liable for where it has spread to as well and also just on a note of caution um, if if somebody with a van and a shovel calls and says oh I'll dig that up and dump it for you don't, don't let them there is to the best of my knowledge still nobody in Ireland licensed to move Japanese knotweed uh, around the country so don't let anybody do that because then wherever he dumps it you'll be liable for yeah. it. So be very careful. I do know I can I can give you the advice as to what the professionals do use and it's Roundup, it's glyphosate. Uh, but as I say, you know, I, I would probably get on to one of the professional companies. Get the professionals in. Okay. Uh, Liz wants to know why her hydrangeas didn't flower this year. She has them in a pot and she's wondering is it too late to plant them out now? No, it's not too late to plant them out at all because when you're, well, now is kind of planting season for most things anyway, but when you're planting from a pot into the ground, you can kind of do that any time of the year, Trish, because there's very little, if, if zero maybe, root disturbance. You're just taking it from a pot and putting it into the ground. It's when you're taking it out of the ground that you have to be careful, and even that, you're coming into the season for that now too. But anyway, um, so you're fine to plant it now, and I suspect that could well be the reason they didn't flower. They could be just pot-bound, which, which in, a, in effect means that they're hungry. They need more nutrients than what the pot is giving them. Uh, so I would say planting them into the ground. Uh, I'm guessing you didn't prune them too hard because they were in a pot, so they probably weren't that large. Uh, it, the reason I say that is because that can be a reason that they won't flower if you prune them too hard during the winter. So I would say plant them uh, with a good compost, maybe something like that living green, which is a good worm cast compost, uh, and then feed them next summer with something like the, the Nature Safe or a good quality tomato food to promote flowers. And I think I think they will then. Hi, uh, question for Peter, please. What can I do for my magnolia shrub? It's been eaten right, left and centre by something. I did spray it several times with a fly spray. I, I don't know is the short answer to it because I don't know and I don't want to hazard a guess as to what's eating it. Uh, and I, I'm certainly not going to recommend just go out and spray it with something that could be damaging and may have no effect on the, 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 the pest in the first place. So I don't know. It, it, it could be several things. It could even be just slugs, uh, being honest with you. It could be vine weevil damage. So like vine weevil damage and, and magnolias can be susceptible to vine weevil. The, the, and the, the vine weevil damages a plant in two ways. The, the grub um, feeds on the root system underground and causing the damage there. So if the, if the magnolia looks like it's a bit loose or it's rocking in the ground or in the pot, uh, or if it just looks like it's not brilliant, have a look at the root system, see if there's these kind of, they look like maggots, I'm afraid they're pretty ugly things, <coughs> if they're in there in the root system, if they are, just, just you really just have to lift it out and wash the root system, get rid of every bit of soil and every maggot out of it and replant it somewhere else. Uh, but you, you kind of will know that you the, 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 the vine weevil damage to the leaf, because when, when you look at it, it's not like random eating. It's the best way to describe it, Trish, is uh, 
and of course you'll be too young now to know what I'm talking about but <laughs> uh, if you remember if you remember back in the old days the weekly bus tickets it's the best way I have to describe it and do you remember they used to kind of punch the side of the weekly bus yeah, ticket every yeah. day it was like a, an indentation from the side that's classic vine weevil damage it's not a hole in the middle of the leaf it's that yeah. kind of eating notching from the outside in and that could be um, what he describes as le- eating them left <laughs> right and centre that could be exactly what it is well maybe actually and if it's vine weevil then yeah you need to take a bit more action maybe send in a picture to, to either to John Paul or myself on Facebook the Irish Gardener and we can have a look at it yeah okay hi this is from Mary Peter can golden Leilandi be slipped the reason I ask is a lot of my old Leilandi hedge is becoming bare at ground level I once planted a potted version in a similar problem with good with, with a similar problem with good success but it's impossible to get them that small six to ten inches high well, yes, they they grow very very easily from cuttings. Uh, you're probably just going to where October now. You're probably a little bit late in the year. On saying that, I would give it a go. You take a, a kind of four to six inch cutting of this year's growth. Again, make sure the base of the cutting is at a node, uh, into a bit of rooting powder. So a node is just where the leaves meet the stem. Uh, into a bit of rooting powder and into some compost. They'll root away very very easily. But probably would be better to be done July, August, September. Uh, but on saying that, that, that they do root easily. So I would say, if you even if you took twenty cuttings now, if, even if they didn't all root, I'd say a lot of them would. Particularly if you had a greenhouse or anything, keep them damp, um, and they they, they 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 root away quite easy. The only thing is, when you have a mature Leyland hedge like that, and I know what she's trying to do to fill the gaps down low. Um, but very often it's difficult to get them to establish in those gaps because there's no light getting at them and no air and, and no nutrients in the soil because the Leyland, the mature one, has taken it all. Uh, so you may have to come out quite a bit with it. But um, but the answer to the question, they, they will root, yes, from cuttings. OK, Nora has a question for Peter. I want to move a few shrubs in the garden to different parts of the garden. Am I at the right time to do it now, please? Thanking you for your help. Very close, very close, and and this is one of you're very close to the right time. You're, this is one of the, the the things with gardening. Um, you can't put an exact date on things because every year is slightly different. So some years you would be fine to do it now, and but this year I'd say you're not. And the reason I say that is because temperatures are still that bit too mild or too high. Um, you really want the, the 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 plants to be totally dormant before you lift them and move them, um, because when they're dormant, then they have the opportunity to repair any damage done to the root system before they come back into growth next spring. But, but with the temperatures being so high and kind of unseasonably high at the moment, they're still using every bit of their root system to absorb water and nutrients from the soil. So I would say hold off uh, prob- probably about two weeks. No, I mean, normally you'd be fine from the 1st of November, but just pay attention to the, the temperatures is what I'm saying. If, it, if, it, if we do get a frost or two, well, then, you know, yeah, you can go for it. Bridget says, can you put weed membrane under bark mulch to suppress weeds or would gravel be better? It's for a newly planted flower bed. Okay, how long have we got? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll abridge this to a shorter version as I can. So yes, so if you cut off light and oxygen to the soil, nothing can germinate, okay? Now, if you have perennial weeds in that soil already, like nettle roots or bramble roots, they'll kind of grow through anything. But if the soil is clean, and then if you just cut off light and oxygen to it, you'll keep it clean. So you can do that with the weed block membrane, and then you're just putting something on top of it for aesthetics. However, I hate that weed block membrane because for several reasons, it's plastic, obviously, and it's not good for the soil, but... um, it's woven plastic and it doesn't break down. And what it does is, I, I've discovered after years, 
the soil beneath it becomes very, very compacted. And if, if you think about it, Trish, it's your old friends, the earthworms. And I know you love the earthworms. Mm. Right? Mm. Um, well, the earthworms are in the soil and the soil microbes are there. And, and the earthworms are kind of constantly plowing through it and coming up and getting humus on the top and bringing it back down. They're constantly aerating the soil and improving the structure and texture of the soil. But if you put down that weed block, they come up to the surface and they hit plastic and they can't do their job. So they go elsewhere. Uh, and the soil, as a result, becomes very compacted, and plants in the longer term don't do as well, right? So I'm not a fan of using that weed block. Now, there are compostable weed blocks out there, which are very, very good, because they will break down over the years. So you cover them with bark, and really to keep a bed clean, it's in that first couple of years is all that you need to keep it clean, and after that it should become nearly self-maintaining. So a compostable one is, is excellent, because it'll give you that couple of years. Uh, and then, or alternatively, use nothing and just put down a depth of, of about three to four inches of, of a good bark mulch or gravel, either one, uh, and that'll do the same job. It'll just cut off light and oxygen to the soil, but it's much better for the soil because it breaks down and the earthworms can still do their work. So I wouldn't use the weed block in the first instance. Okay, and one uh, final one. Is now the best time to trim roses and something called Port Ten Tellus? Portantilla. Yeah, Portantilla. Portantilla, sorry, thank you very much. And roses, now the best time? Okay. Uh, A bit early. Well, the Portantilla, yes, you could, absolutely. The the roses, I would still, probably, possibly still some bloom. If there isn't some bloom left in them to enjoy, uh, you could certainly do it any time between now and the end of February. Okay. All right, we'll leave it there. Listen, have a great week and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks, Trish. Thanks, uh, Peter. That is uh, Peter Dowdle, the Irish Gardener dot uh, com. He will be back with us as I say next Wednesday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.